Bridget Leslie, now living in New York, has had an interview with the Indonesian Consul General, who talked about the importance of tourism and education, but said he believed Indonesia was becoming invisible because its citizens were taught to be humble, stay quiet, and not appear to know everything. But he said this cultural approach was holding them back, and they should speak out more. Ambassador Wen, welcome to the Travel Writers Radio Show. Thank you. Today we talked about and heard on uh, Indonesian economic development through the career fair that you've had with a whole bunch of young but also experienced professionals. There's no formal security treaties between the U.S. and Indonesia. So how did the two countries cooperate? Uh, Indonesia has a long history with the U.S., even uh, when the Republic is still very young, so meaning in 1940s. If we take a look back, we have a lot of uh, things in common with the U.S. We uh, believe in uh, more or less similar values with the U.S. if we are talking about the history. And now, nowadays, we have a very good relation with the U.S. in nearly all sectors. Indonesia is a very good economic cooperation with the U.S. in terms of the investment, in terms of trades, tourism, and etc. And also in education sectors, culture, and etc. How did the two countries go about promoting this common goal of maintaining peace, security, stability amongst the two of you? What does a dialogue look like these days? You know, Indonesia and U.S. has a lot of uh, common or similar forum. For instance, in G20, Indonesia and the U.S. also members of G20, and then in APEC, Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation. We are also the member of these uh, institutions, and we also have a certain forum, annual forum, ASEAN and U.S. Uh, dialogue. I think in uh, most of the uh, institutions, we always discuss about, first, of course, economic and political economic, including, of course, uh, security matters. So we have a lot of forums, bilateral, regionals, and multilateral forum with the U.S. Ambassador, more importantly, I come from Australia, I'm biased. Let's talk about that Indonesian-Australian relationship that's been there for centuries. How do you think Indonesia-Australia work together these days to promote common goals? I think geographically, we are very close to Australia. So there are a lot of uh, Indonesian students studying in Australia and also Australia also has a lot of uh, tourists to Indonesia. And of course, because uh, geographically we are very close, our relations also very close in terms of economic, education, social and political, and tourism. And tourism, I, I can underline here, tourism is uh, very important, of course, to bridge and to increase understanding between the two nations. Mm -hmm. You talked about 
tourism being very important. You said tonight that Indonesia is still the biggest invisible country in the USA. So how do you go about making it visible? Yeah, as 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 you join this this meeting tonight, this Indonesian Professional Association, yeah, they are quite outspoken. They raise some, they were raised in Indonesia, and some others, they are born and raised in the U.S. But all of them, I'm so proud that they can uh, speak up, you know, about their experience, about their perceptions, about their ideas and etc that is a very good modalities for us you know, to engage the indonesian diaspora to engage the indonesian uh, professionals in the us and then also uh, from this year we will have like the uh, common program for all indonesian missions in the us so uh, i think this is a very good development and i'm very positive indonesia will be more acknowledged, more known in the U.S. Yeah, particularly, of course, we also engage uh, a lot of uh, communities in U.S. from the higher education, yeah, and then culturals, and then, uh, of course, once again, tourism or people-to-people -people contact, not only government-to-government, -government, not only business-to-business, -business, but we would like to increase the people-to-people -people contact. Once again, tourism has an important role to do this. And talking about the word culture, which you just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, you were actually a dancer. So how do you go from being a dancer to being an ambassador for Indonesia in New York City? <laughs> yes, you know, uh, actually... It is just my hobby, uh, dancing. And since uh, my young age and the primary school, maybe the second year of primary school, I dance in uh, open theater, Ramayana in Prambanan. I do believe about, you know, about the story of Ramayana. And since Indonesia has a lot of historical relations with uh, India, so from very beginning, I knew the story of Ramayana and Mahabharat, and I had the opportunity to dance uh, in the open stage uh, theater in front of Prambanan Temple, one uh, Hindus biggest Hindu temple in Indonesia. And then uh, usually uh, during the rehearsal, yeah, and then right after rehearsal, but before uh, we we play the play. So usually I have a time to uh, chit-chat with some tourists that's already there before the performance uh, open. And then from there on, I like, you know, uh, have friends from other countries. And then finally, I uh, learn, I study international relations in one of the biggest Indonesian university. And then, thanks God, and finally, I can uh, join the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. So, understanding other people, foreigners, culture, language, is very important for me in shaping our future career. So, where was your first foreign post? Sorry? Your first foreign post? Which country? Ah, okay. Uh, my first... Uh, foreign post 
was in Frankfurt in Germany. And then my second is in Nairobi, Kenya. And the third post is in New York City. And now is my first post back to New York City again. Okay, so Europe, Africa, North America, and you're still going strong. How would you describe Indonesian culture to the average American? And more importantly, what's the misconceptions about the culture? Uh, first, yeah, Indonesia, uh, I, 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 can, I can explain to you why we are becoming the uh, biggest invisible nation or country in the U.S. First, because we are, most of Indonesians are very humble. You know, when I was in primary school up to high school, I'm uh, Japanese, 45% of Indonesia are Japanese, meaning in Indonesia, the biggest tribes is Japanese, 45% out of 280 million. And when I was in primary school up to high school, when a teacher, for instance, in a class in which there are more than 30 students, then the teacher asks, what is the capital city of the U.S.? Nobody will raise their hand because we consider it uh, like a show off or, and, and for us it is taboo. But if the teacher pointing his finger to any of the students, most of them know the answers. And this, I think, we need to change this, uh, what we call mindset and also uh, culture so that we can more uh, outspoken. Uh, we, we, we are proud actually of our culture, but I think we are too humble. Yeah. So that is why in the US, we need the young generation as what you already seen uh, this evening. They are quite outspoken. They are mm -hmm. proud of Indonesian, you know, as, as Indonesian. That is why we need such generation. We need to to improve the confidence, yeah, as a big country, of course. So Indonesians are too humble, and the Americans love to talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you are asked by somebody in the U.S., just answer, you know, straightly you answer it straightly. Because in Indonesia, sometimes we are shy, we don't want to show off, so it is better to be silent. That is why in Indonesia, from the very young age, there is a saying that uh, silent is golden. But for me, it's not silent. Uh, talk as a platinum, maybe, or diamond, more than, more than gold. But it depends on the content of what we are saying without having to or offer confidence, of course. Ambassador, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Bridget Leslie was speaking with Indonesia's Consul General to New York, Winanto Adi. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.